0: Welcome back to an episode of Touch Icing. I'm Tony Picanich, Eric Johnson. Uh, Trish is not going to be joining us uh, for a while, it looks like, because he has work when we're recording. He works 7 7.30 now, possibly later. See that? Amazon. We'll do yeah, it to- Amazon will do that to you. He works for, he's a delivery driver for Amazon now. So. Yeah,
1: we're, we're peeling back the curtain.
0: Yes, giving you a look inside the show. The show inside the show. But football starts today. It is the ultimate sports equinox today. Every sport is playing. Oh, Every man, single it's week. so beautiful. So good. We got some news to get into. We got some rumors to break down. We got the conference finals to talk about. Uh, let, let's start off with some news that just came down. Alex Colorn suspended one game for his hit on Brock Nelson yesterday. Uh, Not going to lie. Go ahead.
1: Didn't, didn't watch the game <laughs> last
0: night listen I, I got in right after the hit and then i saw brock nelson actually take a worse hit later in the game you get cross check in the back of the head by barkley goodraw
1: listen that is a blow though to lose that game for the islanders
0: yeah i mean they, they controlled tampa they played the game they wanted to play and it still wasn't enough Not that they lost. Tampa won with nine forwards.
1: Not that they lost. It's the way they lost it.
0: Yeah, eight seconds left. Nikita Kucherov on a beautiful feed from Ryan McDonough. It's just a tough, tough way to lose. And they were down to nine forwards. Nine. And they still pulled out that game somehow.
1: You thinking they win the cup?
0: Uh, I, Listen, Vegas needs to get back to the ways they had uh, earlier in the playoffs. If they can regain that first-round form, that lightning Vegas potential Stanley Cup series is going to be insane.
1: Oh, it's going to be unreal, and I do think we're going to get there eventually.
0: It's it's our substitute for not getting Colorado Vegas. Yeah. Vegas-Tampa. Which is fine. Yeah.
1: Trust but me. If, I, out of all the potential
0: up. return for Steven Stamkos in the Stanley Cup final, Maybe. Yeah, this series John Cooper did. So. Listen,
1: if if I can't get Colorado Tampa, I will gladly take I'll Vegas. Take Tampa, Tampa Vegas, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'll even take Dallas
0: Tampa. Eh, Vegas Tampa just be caution to the wind. Offense, offense, offense. <laughs> it
1: could be so much fun. Oh man, that means either what John Merrill or Blake Coleman's going to get a ring.
0: Yeah. And it, could, it means either Vegas gets their first or Tampa gets their first in 16 years. And Ryan McDonough could perhaps capture that elusive Stanley Cup ring that he has been chasing his whole career. Oh, man. Same Where's as we said for Max Baccioletti. In, uh, and Shattenkirk. Vegas. Oh, Shattenkirk, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Here's the
1: thing that I, here's the cool stat I read. No matter who wins the Cup, only Pat Maroon is a former Stanley Cup champion from last mm-hmm. year.
0: He'd go back to back.
1: That, he's the only one that was on the Blues team that's yeah. still in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Um, what is next here? Let, let's talk a little, little rumors. Let's start with Vegas. You know um, me.
1: I love rumors.
0: Yeah, I know you do. Ro- Robin Leonard looks like he's going to be staying in Vegas for the foreseeable future.
1: Five years, five mil is the reported offer from Nick Kiprios.
0: And, and it looks to be all but done, basically. Just Vegas doesn't want to announce anything until uh, the playoff runs over. And there's still the elephant in the room that is Marc-Andre Fleury. I was going to say, how much cap space does Vegas have? Look, as I say, a Google cap friendly. Yeah, say. see. Uh, I'm not sure, but it, you're not going to keep two goaltenders on the roster that are big money.
1: You gotta commit to one
0: of the face, two. Four point nine million dollars. And what's uh what's Flurry making next year? Seven. Ugh.
1: He's making seven. Yep. Ugh. Okay, so we're at the U- so cap friendly updated. So that's why all of the teams have greater UFAs or greater cap spaces than we usually do. Thank God, cap friendly updated. Cousins needs a new deal. Chandler Stevenson needs a new deal. No sexy UFA. Merrill's gone. England wants to stay. I don't know if they want him back. So Leonard's gonna get five mil. So they still need cap space. Not much, but they still need a little bit.
0: So let's say you do move Marc Andre Fleury, is it more in just a salary dump sense or an actual hockey trade? Because if teams know that you want to if teams know that you have to get rid of him,
1: it could be lowers both. his value a little bit. It, it, I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. He's got a modified no trade. Shea Theodore at 5.2 mil for the next four years, one of the best deals in hockey.
0: Yeah, he, he, he should be a contender for the Norris next year.
1: Stastny never should have got 6.5 mil.
0: Nope. No, he should not
1: have. From the minute he signed that, I thought that was way too much.
0: If Leonard wins the Stanley Cup this year for Vegas and, and signs an extension off it, he's basically playing with house money, you know? Pun intended. The, the, yeah, exactly. The, the pressure is – there's not that much pressure in that contract in my there's eyes. There's not. Because you won the cup. You got the cup. Now it's just be a solid starting goaltender. Give us an opportunity to win again. But if you don't, we got the cup.
1: I forgot they have Brandon Peary.
0: He, he's buried there, isn't he? Like, I I, I'm in, in the there. buried
1: section, yes. Yeah. There, it's, it's a gem of names that are the buried section. I see Garrett Sparks down here. I see Oscar Dansk down here.
0: Vegas has put together a very interesting collection of players over the past three years. How did Vegas
1: get New Jersey's second and the third?
0: Nikita Gusev.
1: Was it Gusev? Yeah. Okay.
0: Remember when uh, Tatar was a was it Golden Knight?
1: Remember when everybody thought Tatar's career was done?
0: Yeah, they just seem to cycle through players like it's nothing. Remember all they gave up?
1: Well, they gave up a lot for Tatar, but no, they parlaying that into Pachuretti.
0: Yeah, that's one so of those. It worked out.
1: That's a win-win trade, right
0: there. Yeah. Uh, let's move to a team that lost last round: Colorado Avalanche. Uh, they were in on Panarin last year, according to Elliott Friedman. They offered big money. To uh, Artemi Panarin to sign a short term deal, but he eventually elected to sign with the New York Rangers anyway, a long term big money deal. Uh, now, there is some speculation they could look to do that again this free agency, and the name that everybody's throwing around is Taylor Hall.
1: Huh. Fascinating. Right. So, once again, shout out Calf Friendly. Uh, not many RFAs and UFAs in Colorado. Next year is going to be tough.
0: The year – so, what, well, twenty one, twenty two.
1: Twenty one, twenty two. they have to pay Landeskog. And that's all the big UFAs. Oh, Grubauer.
0: Projected, but, t- projected 22 mil right now, right?
1: But Makar is an RFA. Yeah. But he's going to get a nice fat raise on that contract.
0: Zadorov's an RFA. Uh, is he the biggest one going into the next season? Probably. Yeah.
1: I didn't know he was only 25 years old. It feels like he's been in the league forever.
0: And then that means – I mean, it, it comes down to would Taylor Hall – if you offered Hall one year, like 11 or 10 and a half. They can do it. They can do it. They have $22 million in cap space projected as of right now. And it takes the door out. They still should have enough for it. And if you want to trade for a goaltender, then you can start messing with money. But I wouldn't go further than one year on a cup-chasing contract with Taylor Hall.
1: Man, I know – They need a goaltender. That's the big I'm looking at this. They need a
2: goaltender. I mean, who is it though?
0: Yeah. But who else is this close and needs a goaltender? You know? Colorado is the
1: team that's this close and needs a goaltender.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean Edmonton's in that second tier. I think if they need a goalie, like it'll help, but they
2: need I, I think
0: I think Colorado though is at least two steps ahead of Edmonton. Oh yeah. Look at that contract at the top there. Right under Miko Rantanen. Is that the friendliest contract in hockey? Yeah,
1: oh, by far. <laughs> like by far, it's not even close.
0: Nathan McKinnon
1: at 6.3? Like, that is absurd. For three more years.
0: Yeah. That next contract is going to be insane.
1: Is it? Remember, he was offered quite a bit in Colorado.
2: He took a pay cut. A massive pay cut.
0: I, I don't think he does it again.
1: I think if, if they don't, I, don't, I think if they don't win the Stanley Cup by then, he takes the pay cut.
0: Exactly. But if they do, I think it's, it could get insane numbers. Like ridiculous numbers for Nathan McKinnon. It's about that time. Yeah. Detroit's getting, let's call it three years down the line, Detroit's looking for a star piece. Nathan McKinnon, 10 and a half, 11 a year.
1: I think Colorado would be perfectly fine giving him 10 million. I don't think he leaves Colorado. It's too early. To I don't think,
0: I, I, as of right now, I'd say there's no way he leaves, but I think he'd at least test.
1: So there's one team I actually kind of want to talk about, and that's Calgary.
0: Because
1: mm. uh, Calgary's swirling
0: more, right now. Calgary has been, been in the Arizona. news quite
1: a bit. Because not only are they a Taylor Hall suitor, but now they want reportedly Ekman, Larson, and Kemper in a package deal.
0: What? And they're totally looking to get a, acquire some pieces that definitely put them over that hump. And now they're, they were
1: kind of in on Ristolainen. First of all, I'm on cap friendly right now. The, the defenseman for uh, Calgary at the UFA status, it's not looking great.
0: I like uh, I like OEL going there though. They, they, that's the that fits the timeline. Ekman no, they Larson need, works. Yeah, they need like a win now type of piece, and that's OEL.
1: But if you get Ekman Larson and Kemper, let's just say hypothetical, you get both of them.
0: What's the package looking like? Is it Gaudreau? Ah. Uh, I think Calgary would do everything in their power to have it not be Goudreau.
1: They're listening to offers. They're gauging interest was the quote.
0: Yeah, but apparently they're not going to trade him just for the sake of trading him, just for the sake to make a move. They're not going to be stupid with it.
2: Uh, He also has two years left.
0: Yeah. I'm taking a look at the cap friendly right now. Um,
1: I mean, Calgary's not in a terrible position, but there's a lot of contracts.
2: Like, a lot of them.
0: I I feel like uh, a contract that could perhaps be thrown in there. Perhaps Milan Lucic? Perhaps? Perhaps? So if, they need to throw. If, in a if plant Arizona plant. goes into the rebuild that it's being talked about, it would make sense to acquire Milan Lucic if Calgary throws in more.
2: I'm looking at like Sam Bennett. Dump. I'm looking at Sam Bennett. Bennett yeah, like a perfect fit. Arizona's in a weird spot. Calgary's in a weird spot.
0: A- Arizona's also going to want picks. So OEL. I mean Calgary's got him. Yeah, let's let's do this. OEL and Darcy Kempner. I'm just gonna say for argument's sake, Milan Lucic at fifty
2: percent retained. At fifty,
0: yeah, at retained, of course.
2: Bennett. Sam Bennett. What about two firsts? Or do you do Dubay instead of Bennett? I think you do Bennett. I literally think they're like the exact same
1: player.
0: Yeah, I think they're very interchangeable. That's why. I think
1: and really... and, and uh, I almost said Phoenix. Arizona needs centers.
0: Uh, does, does Calgary have anybody decent in the prospect system?
2: Pelletier. Um... The first round
1: pick not too long ago. Yeah. Defenseman
2: not seeing really anybody too too big. So I think they can make it work. I see a lot of center prospects, not a lot of wing prospects.
0: What about this? Uh Chicha, fifty percent, Bennett two first. And what about uh you saw Valamaki.
1: I really don't think they want to give a Valimaki.
0: But you're getting an OEL.
1: You're you're getting an OEL. That's
0: it. You know? That's a win right now move.
1: It's a massive So the thing is the Cal- statement.
0: Calgary is what we've heard
1: is, is two, one of two different things. They're either going in right now or they're completely tearing it down. Exactly. Depends on who you
0: ask. There's no there's no in-between they could move they could make. There's
1: no retooling. It's either win now or if – If you
0: want to take out uh, Valamaki and maybe throw in a fifth and Ruzika.
2: Yeah. That could work. That works. That
1: could definitely work. Had 27 and other...
0: points in 54 games for Stockton this year in the AHL.
1: The other thing I've heard from reading the web is that scouts think that, like, I'm going to cross over to basketball, but this year's NBA draft class is, like, historically weak.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: People are saying that about next year's NHL class. That's really not that. Yeah,
0: so if there was a year to move your first round pick, it's next year. I think
1: you're going to see picks go flying off the board next year.
0: I could see it. If you're not possessing one of those like top three picks,
1: I was gonna say. Don't get me wrong. It's like the top five. It's like 2017. The top five yeah. picks are really, really good.
0: Yeah, but it, that, outside of that, the drop off in talent is pretty big. If you're a,
1: if you're a playoff contender, you can afford to give up. Yeah. 2021. I'd first. say
0: even if you're like a fringe team and you're trading for picks down the line, like Calgary. Yeah. Uh, the, the Oilers are also looking to acquire a goalie uh, along with Calgary. I, I think I, – I like to think they'll somehow get a deal done for Matt Murray. I think they will. That's what I've heard. Uh, because the, Ken Holland and, and Edmonton is going to be persistent, I think, on trying to get him.
1: So the Oilers have $10.5 million
0: in cap space. I'm curious to see on what the return would be. Because Jimmy Rutherford has a history of not getting enough back for players.
1: So the thing is with the Oilers, and this is something I think that's really important, the Oilers cannot afford to give up a 2020 first-round pick. They can't. Because then they'd have no pick until round five of this year's draft.
0: That's tough. What about the 2021? Do they have it?
1: They have their first, they have no second, because they traded it away to get Athanasiu, I believe.
0: Which who is, might be a casualty in Might all be this. gone, yeah. Because uh, the, I know you heard it too, that they might not even extend the qualifying offer. Which is nuts. Just let him walk, which is unheard of with an RFA. It, it, especially when the caliber of Anders, Anthony to see you.
1: He's 26 years old, you know... I think he, Detroit never really wanted to get rid of him. How do you do this here? Not going to lie. Not great. Uh, 26 points, 55 games.
0: Well, a lot of that was a bad Detroit team. and then Combined, treated. though,
1: minus 46. Yeah, that's not good. Four playoff games, zero points, minus two. So you're banking on a lot for Athens Eve. Now – 2018-19, no. Detroit, also not that good of a team. 54 points in 76 games. Go mm. year prior, 33 points, 71 games.
0: I, I feel like in Detroit, especially this year with Anthony C, there was a lot of disdain toward, I don't know if it was coaching or whatever from Anthony C.U. It seemed like they weren't utilizing, utilizing him the same way they were in previous years.
1: So the thing is with Anthony C, for me, I'm looking at the career stats right now. 156 points in 303 games. Not bad. It's about a 40 point a game player. Yeah. But the problem is, and I know people lambass plus minus, I don't think it's a great stat either. But this in times like this it matters. He's a career minus 76. Yeah. There's no doubt there are scouts and GMs looking at that and saying, um, Ugh, no. Yeah. Why would I why would I go take out take a chance and, on that? Yeah, and spend I mean, how much was he making? Was he making three mil? Yeah, he was making. He was making three mil per but year. But even
0: those stats, as perhaps as underwhelming as they are, that's still a player you may at least make a qualifying offer to. Oh,
1: sorry, my bad. He was making a total salary of six mil.
0: It, so, it makes no sense that they wouldn't even make him a qualifying offer, unless they think they really can't afford yeah.
1: it. So, you know? so depending on. I can't read all the cap lingo. It was either three years or six. I think it was a two year, $6 million bridge deal with Detroit. He's probably going to want to raise. Most definitely. You don't go to free agency expecting a equal or less amount of money. Again, 26 years old, right in the prime of your career. Yeah. Like to me, that move, Athanasiu, screams Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, he. I think he'd fit nicely there as a depth forward, too. Do you do Athens you in a sign-and-trade for Matt Murray? I think Jimmy Rutherford's going to ask for a little more than that.
1: I know he's going to ask for a little bit more than that. Like, I don't know, you want to give up – do you give up a twenty-one first and do an Athens CU sign-and-trade and that's your Matt I,
0: do, I. I think – that's too much that Holland would want to give up.
2: Yeah.
1: You're going to have to find a place in the middle. And it's probably going to involve moving one of the Oilers' young, valuable defensemen.
0: I don't know about that. I'd say an you sign-and-trade. Their picks don't look great this year.
1: It's not looking great next year either. They're either losing a third this year or next
0: year. All right. What about a – I know they don't like to trade them as far in advance, but what about a 22, like, fourth and a sixth and they're not going to see you sign and trade?
1: You could probably get something out of that. I don't yeah. think they want to – there's a lot of empty holes for picks is the problem.
0: Yeah. But there usually are for teams who are looking to win right now, you know? And Edmonton's got to be in that win
1: right now thing. Yeah. Quickly. I mean, they don't – They. I don't think they really want to be in a win-now thing, but – They have to be. They have to be. McDavid's done in 26. Settle's done in 25. If you don't get a Stanley Cup to the city of Edmonton with two of the best players in the league in the next five years, that's a massive failure.
0: The clock is ticking. Because what would really, you know – Keep Dreisaitl and McDavid around at that point. Sure, no. the, the eight-year thing, the eight-year contract you can be offered does.
1: Now, sure, you're losing Larson Russell and you're getting cap space, but you ne- you're losing Nugent Hopkins too. Yeah. And you're going to have to resign him. A bunch of RFAs on defense too. It's not going to be easy. I think no. Edmonton can do it, but it's going to be a tough, tough road.
0: The backlash would be great. Uh imagine they decided to move Dry settle and they got back a horde of players.
1: Listen, Leon Dry value, I'm not saying they're gonna trade Dry Settle, but his value has never been higher than it is right now.
0: Like you get you could probably
2: He, he could definitely get back, like,
0: a number one defenseman. And first. then some. You probably get back a, a two decent defensemen, a decent forward, and I'd say two firsts for Leon Dreisaitl.
2: And the number for me is age, 24.
0: Yeah. He could get better. He's a kid. Yeah.
1: In the grand scheme of things, he's a kid.
0: It's something I think – I don't think they do, but I I, I do think it would be worth looking at it, you know. And just – internal discussions only. I would not bring it outside of the organization. I wouldn't call engage interest. Just internal discussions only, solely internal discussions.
1: So another team I kind of want to look at, and we'll wrap up the rumors part of this podcast soon, but Minnesota and the Hunt – for a number one center.
0: Yeah. uh, I imagine they're going to be in on Domi.
1: Okay. Because Miko Koivu is gone. They were announced, Minnesota announced today that Miko Koivu would not be returning as a player. Keyword as a player.
0: And if I'm Koivu, I would at least look at my options elsewhere because he's 37 and he can still contribute. He had 28 yeah. points last year in 59 games. There's definitely a spot for him on some teams as a depth forward. You know, perhaps on a veteran, like, minimum deal, looking to win a Stanley Cup. There should be interest there.
1: What a rare time that the Suter and Parisi contracts are both on the page.
0: Years are going by, my friend.
1: So let's look at Minnesota. It's been rumored that they're in on Tyler Johnson. They're in on Anthony Sorelli.
2: They're in on Domi. Wouldn't surprise me if they're in on Philip Deneau. Who do they choose?
0: I don't think Domi is their number one option, but I do think they end up with uh, Max Domi. Imagine,
2: imagine – uh, I think they'd-, they'd
0: rather have Deneau.
2: I think they want Sorelli.
0: Yeah, I just... I I think... I think there's a lot of pressure for some reason in Montreal to move Max Domi.
1: Because they said, from what I've heard, they'd rather keep Claude Julien than Max Domi, which I don't get.
0: No. Bill Guerin's also not going to overpay for him. But I do think... uh...
1: Bill Guerin's also not an idiot. So, yeah. you know, Fenton, who's joining Florida, by the way, you know, there might be a different story because we heard what came out about Paul Fenton's time in Minnesota afterwards. Yeah. I, but Bill Guerin, he's brilliant. I,
0: I think, I think they summer. end up with Domi.
1: I could see them getting Domi. I think yep. Domi's going to end up with the Rangers personally. Uh, That wouldn't wouldn't shock me if he goes to Minnesota. And uh, speaking of that, they want to move Dumba too.
0: Yeah. And Matt Dumba is a player who I'd be very interested in if I'm the GM in this league. He's a solid player. Seventh overall pick in 2012. You know, the numbers don't jump off the page. Uh, 24 points, 69 games last year for Minnesota. Nice. Thank you. But uh, he is a 50-point player at one point in his career in 17, 18, and fifteen, eighty-two. 82. If that's the peak and 24 and 69 is the basement, but you're getting solid defensive play out of him, I, I don't think he's worth like a top 20 pick.
1: I don't think he is either.
0: But you start talking really late first-round, second-round pick, I think that's where Dumba's value is.
1: Especially if you um, – have you heard the teams that were reportedly interested in Dumba? No,
0: no, I have not seen Like Detroit, San fan. Jose,
1: Florida, and I think the Islanders. Those are the four I saw.
0: Teams that could make the move, that have the assets to make the move. Yeah, but if I'm
1: Detroit or San Jose, I'm not giving up first-round picks.
0: Exactly. From the Islanders, I to give up second round picks.
1: From the Islanders, maybe, but
0: not an awful contract, six million a year, uh, with a modified no trade clause that kicks in uh, not this season, upcoming, but the season after. I, I, I think they're going to end up keeping Dumba. You
1: think they trade Brody? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: but you, you I Dumba know, has term. Yeah, I, our silence is us. It's such it's Thank such you. a
0: strange situation in Minnesota, you know, because they yeah. were yeah, they were in the qualifying round, but they're a team you could look at and easily say this team shouldn't be here, you know.
1: And is Kevin Fiala the real thing? Is this the Kevin Fiala
0: the team that we to? were
1: promised when he got drafted?
0: Yeah. There's a lot of question marks around the team. You go out you make a move last year, you go out and get Matt Zuccarello. Which is another interesting move that they made. Bill Guerin's got a lot of work to do, and I'm not sure where the starting point is.
1: Is it bad that I don't think the Zuccarello move's a bad move? Bad? I don't think it's bad.
0: It's just curious.
1: You know? That was the one free agent. When we were doing free agency talk last year, off the pot, this is before we even did a hockey podcast, and we were like, "Who's really the weirdest free agent signing?" This is this was it, right here.
0: Zucarello's not insanely young; he's thirty three years old. You know,
2: and so he's got four more years at six. Yeah, they no, gave him five
0: years. years. I don't know. I it was just it's just weird. It was just a weird contract.
2: A lot of RFA's in Minnesota coming up.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know where the starting point is. I, I'm sure Bill Guerin has a plan, but everybody seems to have a plan. It's execution of the plans what matters. I don't know where you start.
1: Yeah, like which part you? I pick. think
0: I think in this in uh, the off season though, you go back and. You try to revisit with the Islanders, even though they said no, the whole Zach Parise trade. Uh, even though the Islanders said they would not be revisiting it. At Man, least they I, could try and move him.
1: Remember that, the two hours that Zach Parise was a New York Islander?
0: He should have been tra- Yeah, they didn't get it any time. Wasn't that it?
1: No, Miko Koivu well, Koi, didn't want to move his no trade.
0: Oh, okay. That was it, was, it yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that's what does it. I see confidence yeah. in the U, uh RFA too. And
0: there's nobody in, like, Minnesota that, like, jumps out at me, you know? Besides Kaprizov. Yeah.
2: That's the one. That's the exception to the rule right there. That
0: was the team that needed Lafreniere.
2: Lafreniere. An
1: and... We said it during the lottery. There's one team in this group that needs Alexis Lafreniere. I thought Arizona was the team, but then they went ahead and won. So I thought it was Minnesota. Didn't get him.
2: I don't think they're going to be a bad team next year either, which is the scary part. I don't know
0: because I I see what Minnesota. Who are they going to start in goal?
2: Kockinen is my guess. Yeah. hmm
0: Well, let's say it's not – let's say Kockinen for some reason doesn't pan out or has then, or struggles next year. Then you're in trouble. And Alex Stalik. Is it Devin Dubnik? It, it, like, what is it?
1: in age 33 or Dubnik in age 34?
0: Yeah, it, it – it almost seems like it's the lesser of two evils. <laughs> it's just – it's a strange place Minnesota's put themselves in. They, I, they peaked when they beat Colorado in the first round that one year. And it's been mediocrity since.
1: Minnesota got good at the complete, at the complete wrong time. Wrong
0: time, yeah. When they had no chance season. of competing with anybody who was actually really good.
1: They couldn't compete with Chicago. They couldn't compete with Nashville. Mm-hmm. They couldn't compete with St. Louis. There's always one team that got in their way, and we, no matter who it was, Winnipeg got in their way. I
0: think. Yeah. One year. All right, let's quickly break down the conference final here. Uh, I'm just going to say it. The Lightning look way too overpowering for the Islanders. Yeah. When the Lightning get going, they're too fast. They're too sharp. And it's just – Defense wins championships, yeah, but Tampa also knows how to play defense, and they can put the puck in the net a lot uh, more often than the that. That offense
1: game. is just so potent.
0: Yeah, Nikita Kucherov had a, Nikita Kucherov didn't have a good game yesterday. He was nowhere to be found the whole game until with eight seconds left. Oh, and oh, it was the game winning goal. <laughs> Go figure, right? In the West, in my it, it it's. A little bit of the same thing. I, I think that Dallas is the better defensive team. But, they can score goals better than the Islanders can. And Vegas plays a very coordinated brand of hockey. Dallas snuck out a winning game one one nothing. They got shut out in game 2. I don't expect them to be shut out in game 3. In fact, I think Dallas wins game 3. If Pavelski and Ben... And Sagan, especially Sagan, has been nowhere to be found the last two rounds.
2: Well, the if, entire playoffs, yeah, really. Yeah,
0: if they get going, it could be a dangerous team. I, d- I do think they could beat Vegas. It's just they need those players to get going. Anton Hudobin has also done a masterful job in net. Masterful.
1: For, for a backup, yeah. Yeah. He's a free agent, too. When your yeah. team's looking him.
0: I don't think Hudobin's the type of guy who could carry a team out over 82 games. But he's a professional goaltender. He's not a bad goaltender. He's a great guy, I would say, if you want to have around a young goaltender. Anton Hudobin would be that guy. Because Hudobin has been around. And uh, he knows the ins
1: and outs of the league. I'll also, think about this. Um, Binnington was deemed DOA when he got called up to the Blues and he ended up winning the Stanley Cup.
0: So. Yeah. Anton Hudobin was a seventh-round pick in 2004, and he's killing it right now. Also, who won want a Stanley Cup? Right? Is it backup?
2: Let me look it up.
0: Backup Tim Thomas? Is that the right year? Uh, no, he wasn't there. reference. Who was their backup that year?
2: That should be
1: our trivia question. If if it's not, um,
0: I, th- I I know Rask was there.
1: He was not in Boston during 2010-2011.
2: He was in Minnesota, funny enough.
0: Here we go. Goaltenders. Goaltenders.
1: I remember the nine games he was in Anaheim.
0: <laughs> Every goalie that's like borderline good, borderline bad has a like a weird stint in Anaheim.
1: And it's not a long stint in Anaheim. No. It was it was Tuka.
0: It was just Tuka?
1: Tim Thomas, 55 games. Tuka Rask, 27. Yeah. Tim Thomas played 25 playoff games. All 25.
0: For some reason, I thought Tuka was the third string. The 23-year-old Tuka Rask. Wow. Poor Anton Hudobin was uh, a year away from getting st- that Stuck cup. in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> stuck. The he also, okay, uh, 10-11, Hudobin was also in Providence with the Bruins. So that's probably where I fucked up.
1: Is it under transactions?
0: 2010-2011 T- was a wild year for Anton Hudobin. The I'm Houston Arrows, out. the Minnesota Wild, and the Providence Bruins. I'm also, are you on Hockey Reference too?
1: No, I'm on Wikipedia. Okay, because I'm on, I'm on Hockey Reference, and it's giving me similarity scores. There are some names here. Matthew Garan, Nitimaki,
2: mm. Carter Hutton, Dan Ellis. Dan Ellis. Oh, man. Uh. Yes, Dan
1: Ellis.
0: Hi, Nashville fans, all of you that are listening. All right. See, I am looking at a picture of Anton Hudobin lifting the Stanley Cup. In his gear, I'm looking at the picture. So he was there.
2: He was there.
1: He was tra- – oh, here we go. Traded to Boston on February 28, 2011 for Jeff Penner and Miko Lettinen.
0: <laughs> so, I wa- I- he was there. Good. <laughs> I had a feeling he was. <laughs> I was – look.
2: Also, worth noting, led the league in save percentage this year.
0: Did he really? 9.30. 9.30. I just looked at the stat line for Game 7, Bruins-Canucks from 2011. And I don't know why I did this. I'm on Hockey Reference. It says goalies, Roberto Luongo. Three goals allowed, 20 save attempts. And then it says empty net. One goal allowed, one save attempt.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who, who's, who's Corey?
0: Yeah. Corey Ho. All right. So that's going to wrap this episode of Touch Icing. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back next Thursday. There's going to be a little bit more clarity then, at least, yep. with the uh, cup cup picture. Hopefully there's some moves made.
2: Yeah, I want seriously. moves.
0: I crave moves. GMs believe it's going to get going in late September. Like, stuff will really start to heat up.
2: Oh,
1: last week's trivia question. Um, Wayne Gretzky leads, leads the Kings on yeah. playoff points. Yeah. Uh, late I thought it late, was late news from Frank Saravelli: Sources say Buffalo is currently – Considering an internal salary cap in the low seventy million dollar range, Arizona may be offering just south of seventy mil under the new GM. The Pittsburgh Penguins are in the low to mid seventy million dollar range as well.
0: As a Devil fan, I really hope the Devils aren't doing that to themselves. Even though I know, deep I don't down hear the they Devils on that list. I hope they're not. All right. So we'll see you next up uh, next week episode of Touch Icing and again hopefully there's some moves made it's going to get interesting with these internal salary caps teams are giving themselves Uh, it's coming down from ownership Uh, it's all going to make for a very strange free agency period being how short it's going to be hopefully new season starts around Christmas which is the rumor I'm seeing
1: like the Uh, week after
0: yeah since December 1st is opposing to be a little too soon and enjoy football tonight we'll see you next episode for the episode of Touch
1: Icing Texans tonight
0: Let's go. See you next week.